Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Radio TCX. In lieu of a normal weekly episode, we decided to give you a little bit of a belated holiday special. Uh, this was mostly Carson's idea. So for this week's episode, we are going to be doing kind of a commentary track for the Star Wars Holiday Special, which was released back in 1978, which was a uh, really interesting and dreadful piece of Star Wars culture. But I think it's important that anyone who's a Star Wars fan uh, be able to watch it once. I would not recommend, though, watching it alone because that's neither fun uh, probably nor safe. So instead, we're going to be here to uh, talk through it with you, and we get actually pretty distracted as we do the commentary. So um, some fun conversations had while we're watching this really uh, challenging piece of art. So uh, what you're going to need to do to enjoy this podcast to the fullest is to find a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special to watch. Specifically, you should try the copy we use, which is on YouTube. It's called Star Wars Holiday Special, the 1978 nice copy. And in a few moments here, I will tell you when to start playing that special. Uh, it's going to be a little challenging if you don't have a way to uh, download that version with the ad. So anytime an ad plays, you'll just have to pause the podcast until the ad is complete. Um, perfect syncing is not necessary, though, because our conversation uh, diverts from the special, you know, in the latter half particularly. So hopefully you can find a way to enjoy the special, though. Uh, with our commentary there, full spoiler warnings, we talk about all different parts of Star Wars, so... Spoiler warning for Rise of the Skywalker, as well as The Mandalorian, and I think Rebels, too. Just if, you, if there's some Star Wars content you don't want spoilers for, just get all caught up and then check out our special. All right, though. So now's the time, though. I'm going to count to three, and on three, you're going to want to start playing the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the commentary. So here we go. One, two, three. All right. The Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. What a tragedy. <laughs> um, they did it for this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, second annual uh, holiday special watch by yours truly, Radio TCX. We're doing something we've never done before. So last year, me and Carson just watched the uh classic star wars holiday special and talked about it this time we're actually doing this as a commentary track so hopefully you got you got to hear me at the start set you up so you can uh watch along on youtube see what we're talking about here and right what a now fun we're watching film. it's got all of our favorites <laughs> han and chewy in the midst of the action cast members oh it's great and some a bunch of reused footage from a new hope because this was recorded i think about less than a year after a new hope released Ooh, yeah, I really like classic the, Star Wars the life coming up here. day plot in A New Hope. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite part. A lot of people don't know it's there. All right, guys, are you ready for this? We're getting that classic Star Wars line in just a couple seconds. Uh, so, John, you haven't seen this before, right? A long time ago in a galaxy far, 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 far away. away. I have never seen this before. <laughs> what do you think so far? We got to see some Han and Chewie, uh, some new Han and Chewie footage in the Falcon combined with exterior shots that are reused from A New Hope. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll reserve my judgment for uh, a little later. <laughs> these uh, these close-ups of all the cast are a little cringy. Well, though. so here's how I want to start this off. Um, you know, we've just had the conclusion of the whole Skywalker saga, and this is an important um, part, you know, really the second installment of the 
Skywalker saga. Truly, yeah. Um, and so now, Episode you know, 4. after 5. we know how everything concludes, um, how do you guys think the holiday special ranks within all the Star Wars films? Oh, so of the 10 core Star Wars films? Last? Episode... Uh, you're just going to put it in last without even ever having seen it? <laughs> I think you should suspend Maybe. your judgment, John. There's some good sequences here. There's one good sequence. I mean, we'll definitely revisit this at the end. Uh, we got B. Arthur. Art Carney. He plays a big part in this special. Diane Carroll. Oh I was sad Tim Sturm couldn't join us because he's old enough to explain who all these people are. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is a little triggering just getting a this <laughs> brief flash of each of the scenes I'm going to have to endure uh again this year. This intro just screams 70s yeah. like more than the movie. Oh yeah, even it's, so did. it's so Ooh, weird. GM. So Star Wars, which is a fun space adventure movie, the way they decided to celebrate that was with a 1970s style variety show which is kind of the antithesis of Star Wars. This is cool right here, though, because this, I believe, is concept art for uh, the Wookiee Homeworld. So this was actually, I think that's a Ralph McQuarrie piece. I'm pretty sure I've seen this used. Airbnb somewhere. <laughs> and now we're going to get, this is one of my favorite scenes in this whole thing. We get about, I think This is the first time we like, see Kashyyyk, right? Is this? Yeah, this is Kashyyyk, and this is Chewbacca's family. So the little, little Wookiee is his son, Lumpy. The older Wookiee here is his father, yes. Itchy. And then is his wife's name Mala or Nala? I think it's Mala, right? Yeah, don't try to bring the Lion King into this one. Too. <laughs> uh, yeah, here we have a nice touching scene of father and son playing some X-Wing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chewie's not here. He's the father. Oh, that's this right. grandpa. <laughs> have you guys seen Big Trouble in Little China? No. I actually have not, and people are going to be disappointed about that. Is this reminiscent of that? So Chewbacca's Chewbacca's dad looks a lot like a monster from that movie. <laughs> Not in a good way either. Wait, what's the He's little one's name? He's carving an X-Wing, though. Uh, Lumpy. Lumpa Rumpa. Wait, I thought that was the old one. Nope, that's Itchy. Oh, Atachichik okay. is his real full name. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... I feel like the lore always talks about how technologically advanced the Wookiees are, but they can't fix Itchy's underbite. The heck! <laughs> I they have a pretty modern kitchen in this place, though. What I like about this is it really does expand the world building of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> um, you know, we see the action war side in all the other films. But here we get to see the domestic everyday lifestyle. Um, yeah. In a lot of ways, this reminds me of uh, the, what is it? The fourth episode of the Mandalorian where uh, Amanda goes to that planet where like the, what are they? Shrimp farmers or something. Right. We just kind of see like an everyday life in rural yes. space. Um, and this is a lot of what we're getting here. Every Wookiee living room comes standard with like a Mongolian style grill. <laughs> apparently, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, where you where else are you gonna roast your porgs, right? <laughs> oh, I think they do some great special effects here too. Yep. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, it's spectacular. They use a lot. I feel like they use a lot of just still images that they zoom in on. Oh, and then wait, they overlay. 
I'm pretty sure lumpy Maul here is on like the railing. The only like redeemable character in this one. <laughs> like everybody else kind of just oh, sucks. John, check that oh out. Isn't gosh. that great? <laughs> just That's overlaid so the shot it's of the best Lumpy special I've ever the... seen in my life. What is clearly a still Im- illustration? Oh my gosh. He's just trying to do his X-wing repaint and just c- keeps getting interrupted. <laughs> Hit the scale is all wrong on that X-wing though. Which I think we're going to try and avoid talking about X-Wing the whole time here, right? We're just going to do pure non-content content. Um, well, yeah, but sure. when he's repainting X-Wings, I mean, how do we not talk about it? How can that tiny little stick support an entire Wookiee's weight? I just wanna, I'm not with this. I just want to point out, I think we're on minute five right now of nothing's happened. just Wookiee home life and nothing has happened. God, the Because the intro's about a minute long. So yeah. slow. <laughs> um, and then everything changes all of a sudden. And they just grunt at each other. And somehow George <laughs> Lucas thought, yep, this is what the people need to see. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I, I have I know a little bit about the history of the Star Wars Holiday Special. I didn't do any research, though, because that seems like a gross waste of time. But I do know some things about it, so we'll just assume this is all true. But I do know that um, after Star Wars Episode Four, or just Star Wars as it was known back then, came out in 77, they were not prepared for how much of a success it was. So there was no toy line available, not really any merchandise available for Star Wars right from the get-go. Um, which stunk. Um, famously, they released, I think, that Christmas. You could buy a cardboard box that promised you a collection of action figures to be delivered the next year. Nice. So, like, an early toy pre-order system. It's kind of yeah. cool. But this was one thing. Um, George actually had to convince the three principal cast members of the movie, so uh, Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Harrison Ford. I called them to convince them to do this, um, which is a little weird because, like, they knew it was goofy at the time. But the, I, I think the idea was that they needed to keep the brand alive long enough before uh, merchandise could come out. So George convinced them to all appear in this at least briefly. And, uh, yeah, instead we got this, hor- oh, man, what is even happening right now? That's not Dejaric. Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's a Dejaric table, but there's just this weird circus going on. Oh, yeah, this, and this so lasts for a long time, if I remember correctly. Carson, why did we agree to do this? This is ridiculous. A year can let you forget a lot of things. Like, oh, it wasn't so bad. Um, and I think we still gonna, have like 45 minutes till we get to the We're not even an hour in. Yeah, this is going to be rough. Okay, and now we're outside of the table. We've, we've transcended away. The hologram's broken or? Nope. It's becoming real. I can't even think of anything to say here. Oh my gosh. Lumpy's like really into this. Holy crap. <laughs> Lumpy loves the circus. It's one of the his childhood conflicts is that his dad really wants him to become a smuggler, but Lumpy just wants to be an acrobat. Every time I see their shelf in the background, I picture that uh, Fairly Odd Parents meme Jesus. where he's like, this is where I'd put my trophy if I had one, but it's like Chewie's metal instead. Uh, sorry, I can't. His excited face is too much. Well, wait till we get Itchy's excited face later no, on. No, I'm out. I'm out at that point. 
John's gonna have no idea what's what's he's what he's in for. All right, I think this has been three minutes of circus action now. It's like just about you know, I feel like our parents' generation critiques parents now for just giving kids tablets, but I think this was learned back in the seventies here. This was the original eating a Tide Pod. <laughs> now, one of the fun things, so this holiday special is centered on Life Day. So that opening sequence, we got to see uh, Chewie and Han trying to escape some Imperials to get, get Chewie home for Life Day. Life Day is actually in canon now, thanks to, I think it's in the pilot episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, yep. The bounty the blue he picks up references. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, he references Life Day, which means since Mando's officially canon, uh that is now canon in the Star Wars universe. So this hey, could have This happened. is canon to me. And to George Lucas. More grunting from the Wookiees. Yep, with uh no subtitles. It's strong. <laughs> Why doesn't Lumpy have a neck? Does Chewie have a neck? That yeah. is a good question. Does Chewie have a neck? Yeah, he does. I think he does. I feel like yeah. he does. Maybe a Wookiee doesn't get it till like they hit puberty or something. No, because I don't. It's like think, a rite um, of passage. So you yeah, get a neck. Itchy does either. Oh, number codes. <laughs> oh, now we're reaching traffic control. This is great. <laughs> John, what do you think so far? Like, what's going through your head right now? Like, I, I'm i having a hard time not being entertained just because it's so bad. Like, Yeah, you're entertained um, right now. The problem is is eventually it stops being even, like, accidentally funny, and it just gets incredibly boring. It's, it's kind of like watching The Room, right? Like, you know it's bad, but you're still kind of enjoying it because it's so bad. And I totally get that. Like, I'll watch The Room with or without riff tracks even. But this one gets to a point where, like, it's, each sequence just goes on and on for minutes and is so boring. Oh, hey, it's that... Luke. Oh, oh yep. God. So this is our first cast member appearing, or second cast member after and Harrison Ford. Mark Hamill has a terrible haircut. These are both the best scenes and the worst scenes. <laughs> Great read, Mark. Is he wearing eyeshadow? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Itchy's kind of an abusive grandfather. <laughs> He's definitely the worst. Does he just have? Does he have no fur on his belly? Is just that one part of him like not have fur on it? I don't want to look at his belly. This is probably just Mark yes. Hamill's garage, and they just Skype called it in. In 1978? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hamill's death stare at the screen has just got me really upset. Is it ever explained how Luke understands uh, Shrewook? It's uh, they don't ever explain that for anybody, right? No. Like even the droid language is generally understood by most humans. 
and we just don't know why. Just, you know, the Empire did a lot of things right um, in implementing, you know, a lot of different uh, mandatory language education systems early on, I think, was one of those big parts in just having a powerful galactic community. Hey, man, if I could get an Imperial education, I'd probably do it. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Come on, Mala. Come Come on, do it. Yeah, there it is. No. That's <laughs> oh, so cringy. Oh, very chauvinist to that Wookiee. <laughs> R2 is perfect. Shut up, Luke. And I think that's, so we're at the, what, 15-minute mark just about. Uh, I think that's the last we see of Luke until I think the last four minutes of the special. So we have about an hour and 20 minutes of no Luke Skywalker here, who is featured as a principal cast member for this. That's right. I've never been crazy about Luke as a character, to be honest. Did you like him in The Last Jedi? Uh, probably my favorite Luke representation, actually. Yeah, I mean, just uh, hitting on the same values he says there, you know, nobody's perfect. Uh, I like Jaded Luke. Yeah, that's basically Luke, right? All right, now we're now we're moving locales. Ooh, the Empire. (laughs) It's dark. Art Carney's here. He's now going to be featured in a lot of the special. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm off duty. We need those two um, speeder bike troopers from The Mandalorian here. They could liven up just about any scene. You just want to see it. You got to see it. Yeah. I love the like Imperial Gunner helmets. I don't know why. They're so ridiculous, <laughs> but I want one. You never get I to wonder see if it's like open, a right? really big issue for them being shot in the back. Like, because that's where all of the protection is, right? <laughs> this huge, like, neck protection. Jerk. What's in the box? A free of aid. <laughs> Shaggy carpet. What if they just order carpets and it's like a bear skin, but it's a Wookiee skin? Uh, this is actually an analogy for Chewbacca coming home. He's he's in doing it in code so the, the Imperial officer doesn't know. He's talking about Chewbacca. It's a funny joke. Comedy, right? Hilarious. Stay in school. You need it for your mustache, bro. (laughs) Just a groomer. That guy does have a pretty good mustache, though. Yeah. 
feel like normally Imperials don't have mustaches, but that guy pulls it off. It's clearly been in the force for a while. What? It's hilarious, John. It's a comedy joke. Now, this might actually be so. What is the uh, what's the name of the uh, drone pilot card? The Scum Falcon Escape Pod. What's that one called? The one that blows up. Autopilot drone. Yeah. So that one mentions warranties, right? So that might actually be the second reference to warranties in the Star Wars universe. This was the first one. He stole a toothbrush. Hey, that was way more than just a toothbrush. I couldn't tell you anything it does, um, but it did a lot. In the original trilogy, do we ever actually see a character that wears glasses? Ooh, that's a good question. That seems like some fun trivia. That would have been something to research before we started this. Here we've got some more reused footage from A New Hope. Clearly overdubbing new lines. That's pretty funny. Hey, man, whatever works. Every household in the system. (laughs) And here's another zoom-in shot of some concept art. Take us back to the Wookiee homeworld. Is this Ralph McQuarrie art? I believe it is, actually. And actually, I think in episode three, the uh, Wookiee houses do look pretty similar to that. God, you guys are such nerds. (laughs) You don't like the old Ralph McQuarrie stuff? I have no idea who that is. Oh my Whatever gosh, person. he came up with a lot of the iconic designs for Star Wars. There cool. and there's some of his designs got used later um in Rebels. Zeb's design was actually an original design for Chewbacca. Correct. <laughs> Thanks, John. I need to know that Carson violation. as someone who has a uh Kitster trading card collection. Jeez. I thought you'd know this stuff. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Uh I Oh no, know. this is the worst part. This is my favorite part. Star. Oh. Hi. This is like Star Wars Martha Stewart. So if you ever want an example of something that is just so painfully unfunny and goes on forever, this is about as unfunny as something can be. Say what you want. I learn a lot from this scene. Name one thing. Um, Cooking with style is important. (laughs) Bantheloin. Looks like a giant weird piece of pizza. <laughs> Just chopping it. I don't know what to say while this is happening. Um, yeah. Oh my God. I'm just, I'm just patiently waiting for this to get for the cartoon. (laughs) No, we got to just make it to that Boba Fett cartoon. All right. So if you were, one of the actors or actresses that played a Wookiee, would you 
tell everyone that you were in this or tell no one that you were in this? Well, they're probably pretty proud of it at the time. Who depends on which Wookiee I was. Yeah, if you're if Carson, you're the actor you're, uh, playing itchy. itchy, if you're no. playing itchy, you do not want to admit to doing that. <laughs> yeah, because it gets real wor- weird, John. Real weird. Liquid, just not even like broth <laughs> or anything, just liquid. Cooking. There was no way that was enough liquid to cover that. This is my favorite oh, part of the whole God. special. <laughs> is this the original watch me whip watch me nay nay yeah i mean it's i just want to give him this <laughs> it's just you know jazzercise meets cooking it's great and then the wig starts falling apart it's great comedy aren't you having fun the third arm (laughs) oh god (laughs) uh, this is a reference to a classic episode of the twilight zone called will the real martian stand up anyone who's familiar with that will know what i'm talking about really great episode that's a great show. That show was before its time. Oh my man. gosh, so good. The original series. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yes. Rod Serling was a genius. Well, let's uh, fill the time here. What was your favorite episode of The Twilight Zone, John? Oh man, that's tough. Um, I'm trying to think. It's been a little while since I've watched uh, it, but uh, some of the like very first early episodes. Just of this mm-hmm. gross stew. Yeah, their first season had a lot of good stuff. I like the ones that generally have something to do with like androids or robots. So uh, it's like the fourth episode of the first season when the guy's like on the prison comet or whatever. Yeah, and they send him a robot, and then he like basically believes she's a real person, but they're like, she's not real, bro. He's like, but but she's real. Yeah, that one's that's called uh, the Lonely, first season of Twilight yes. Zone. Really good. There's actually a Rod Serling. I think that was based on a short story he wrote, or he wrote an extended short story that's also pretty good. Kind of expands upon the themes. Yep. Um, there's actually another good Android one. Um, a couple of them. There's one called In His Image, which this I guess that's a spoiler, but I always liked that one. It was a little more philosophical. Um, I think those were the better Twilight Zones too. Had a little bit deeper commentary to say. And of course, monsters are due on Maple Street. That's a classic episode. Yep, that one's a great one. Oh wait, we're back in the Falcon. Sorry, I got distracted by the Twilight Zone. The remote cannons. <laughs> Why do I always think that taking you home for a life day will be easy? Man, that one photo of Chewie's doing a lot of heavy lifting in this <laughs> show. Probably one of it's the, the best performance actors. so far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh oh. The Walmart brand Tarkin. Yeah, a bunch of Tarkin. (laughs) 
can we go get Tarkin? No, we have Tarkin at home. Tarkin <laughs> <at> home. <laughs> Tarkin's dead at this point, Carson. Come on. Not if you CGI him in. Ugh. Forever. Yeah, that was pretty unsettling in Rogue One. Really? I didn't mind it. I thought the, I thought worked. the Princess Leia one was okay. I did not buy the Tarkin one. It looked like Jeff Bridges in I, Tron Legacy. I'm like I okay to give way, a little actually. bit of a break on that stuff, like for continuity reasons. Like it's like I'd rather them do that than not. Um, and I think it didn't didn't really take me out of it. I don't think it added anything. I like to when the movie, they get. Though voice actors from the cartoons though so like the guy that did Tarkin's voice in that movie was the guy that had voiced him in the Clone Wars yeah so there was some continuity there the um the Anakin voice actor in Mando was pretty funny oh yeah yeah. when he got knifed yeah yeah so uh uh Matt Lanter who voices Anakin in the Clone Wars series uh, played the Imperial uh, or the Re- New Republic guard on that, you know, mostly unoccupied uh, prison transport from the Bill Burr episode. I don't know. I can't remember what it was called. Uh, yeah, episode six. Um, I really like that one too. Bill Burr was awesome. I want to say that's called The Prisoner. Probably. Yeah, yeah but it was cool. So. And actually, um, Dave Filoni is one of the X Wing pilots at the end of that episode too, as well as I think Deborah the other- Chow. Who- who directed yeah, a couple of episodes? Rick Fumiyawa. And yep, Rick Fumiyawa. Yep. But the uh, the Anakin guy, like that's cool. Like especially when you're in the cartoon ones, where you've you know been a part of Star Wars, but don't get to actually have your face you know show up on screen. That's cool to get a little. Cameo. Now you get to be a named character. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> on you we're sh- show Disney your Plus? kids. Hey, I'm in. You Star do right. Wars. You have... <laughs> you've been watching Mando, so you have Disney Plus. They said. Uh... Clone Wars season seven, February seventeenth. Oh yeah, yep, that's coming up actually very soon. I, I was kind of shocked. Start a rewatch, and, uh, at least of the second half. One of that episode a week. For how many weeks? Oh, and they're paying out. Too. We get twelve weeks. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, get twelve Disney weeks. Plus seem to just start off with these eight episode seasons. I already got through High School Musical, the musical, the series, and you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, God. did you really? It's great. Oh my gosh. Can you sing the entire original soundtrack from Heart right now? No, I can't sing anything. Wait, Carson, do they do the same songs from the original High School Musical? See, it's this whole meta commentary, okay? <laughs> Wait, what's it about? It's about is it about like let me guess, them putting on the High School Musical musical? The series, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, you guys watch anything other? Oh God! Oh Jesus! Oh no! This is no. This is not good. We need to stop right now. I would recommend. um, All right. There's any kids. This is the time for them to go. (laughs) They need to leave the room immediately. And this is probably time Um, for me to leave the room too. (laughs) Can I be a kid? What What is this? (laughs) John, you just have to watch this. Actually, we'll leave this one up to John. Me and Carson are not going to talk for a minute. And John, I want you to describe to you what he's seeing. Yeah. Go ahead, John. We'll be silent. Go. I feel like I'm having a weird out-of-body experience. Um, we've got weird space snowflakes going. Space snowflakes hate The Last Jedi. It reminds me of the intro to the Twilight Zone original series, up until we had these weird ghost things swimming through now. 
Now it's um, kind of like a uh, Bond intro, like an old James Bond yeah. movie. Oh, they look like the things that Palpatine and Anakin are watching when he tells them about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Oh, yeah. They got like those bubbles, and there's weird things swimming through the bubbles. I guess Ooh. that's entertainment. I'm going to pull up the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise because we can read that to fill some content later. <laughs> that's not a story oh, Radio oh, DCX no. would tell what, you. Whoa, to. wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> She's in your mind, John. Oh my, this is so weirdly uncomfortable. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Forget Raylo. This is the real romance I wanted. Yep, Itchy and Diana Ross. Oh man. Itchy's like, yeah, let's have a good time. Let's go. Itchy's such a dirty old man. Adorable. <laughs> oh, man. Itchy's playing it back and again and again. <laughs> There's so much I need to know. Really? You get I've no context. <laughs> None of this I needed or wanted to know. Seems pretty self-explanatory. So I feel like we've seen some deviant behavior exhibited by both Itchy and Lumpy. So, like, what's Chewy into? Because, Mal- like, Lumpy pure likes heart. the circus. I don't think anyone with a right mind likes the circus. I would like to, for future generations that are listening to us right now, I'd like to apologize on behalf of humanity for this, the thing you're watching right now. Yeah. For a second, I thought, oh, we were fading away and it was over. And I was like, oh, no. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, that's Is she going to sing? Yep. She's going to sing. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, Star Wars, the musical, the holiday special. Wait, is she singing a legit song, or was this made up for this movie? Um, well, she's a singer. I'm not sure where this song came from. This is why we need Tim Sturm here, because he would know. Diana Ross, number one hits. Yeah, I mean, a man so old he can't call the child baby Yoda because he knew uh, Yoda when he was a baby. <laughs> So I I really want to know more about the background of this special because it doesn't make sense. I don't think George Lucas really wrote any of it. Um, he had nothing no, to do with it, actually. I thought it was a lot of Did him. He re- no, he had no, to convince so people they, to be in it. C- CBS approached him about it, and he was like, I'm not going to stop you, but I don't want anything to do with it. Um, and then after the fact, like people went to him and like, how did you ever possibly like allow this to happen he's like i had nothing to do with it don't talk to me i don't want to talk about it um he just denies it but he did ar- try to get, he had to convince the cast members i know to be on it because he I did care about keeping Star the brand Wars alive. as lucas truly intended it <laughs> oh no no let me guess this goes on for another five minutes 
oh least. yeah it doesn't it doesn't really and it keeps going on oh, in your mind God. even well after the scene is over so you'll never escape it it's a part of you see, now. If, if snoke really wanted to turn uh ray or kylo like instead of force Show connecting them, them yeah just <laughs> force connect this or force connect them to itchy one of the two i mean i'm ready to force lightning something after watching yep. 30 minutes of this <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna turn to the dark side immediately have you guys watched um, Empire of Dreams, the documentary on Disney Plus yet? No. no. It's it's super it long. It's like Star two and a half hours long, but it's mm-hmm. super good. It's all about um, the original trilogy and like the production and the history behind it. Mm. It's super interesting. You know, they did that for High School the Musical, the musical of the series. <laughs> also Stop. behind the scenes. Jeez. Carson's got a lot of free time to kill, I guess. <laughs> um, I do one of my favorite things on Disney Plus right now. Um, sorry guys, I just really need to not stare at this for a minute. Um Well, you can just move your microphone a bit and cover it up. <laughs> it doesn't block the sound, but Oh yeah, like the pop filter. Yeah. It's even worse through the pop filter. Um, I love on Disney Plus, every time I would finish an episode of The Mandalorian, like it you know how like Netflix always recommends you something uh-huh. after you watch something? Uh, I always would yep. just get a recommendation for The Empire Strikes Back, which I just <laughs> yeah. like. I like the idea of I've someone watched it like eight times now because I've watched it <laughs> every after time every Mandalorian episode, yeah. or or just like after someone watches like The Mandalorian and likes it, they're like, "Man, Empire Strikes Back! This is must be cool. I haven't seen this before. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? You tell me uh, what's happening. Like some, now we have like some pure imagination stuff going. This is the tunnel from. The Chocolate Factory. This is your fantasy. Where is it taking you? This is 2001 A Space Odyssey a little bit, too. This is not my yeah. fantasy. Is this the real life, or is this just fantasy? Oh, boy. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, hey, look. We're free. It's 3PO. Leia's They're doing accountants some accounting. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> the war's over. Time to go back to real life. Ooh, I like their little hidden shelf, though. How many secret compartments? They're smugglers. Their whole house is just smugglers dead. Carrie's thinking, what am I doing here? (laughs) I need to talk to a man. (laughs) <laughs> I think I understand it. What she really said was, "Leia, you're the princess of a dead planet." Burn. I really need to talk to a man. Super 70s. Talk to 3PO. He's right next to you. What's his name? Sean Dad? Sean Dad? Yep. Craw Dad? Sean Dad's not my real dad. You're not my dad.
All right, get a mop. We need to clean up after Itchy. <laughs> Son Dan is the guy's name. Did you just... No, a I like Sean Dad. What is a Wookie Ookie? <laughs> you can't just drop that and not tell me what a Wookie Ookie is. This movie is Aww. a 29% Wait, on guys, Rotten Tomatoes. Wait, guys, this is a tender moment between Han and Chewie that we don't get over. to see, really. <laughs> I love how they just showed the like aiming mechanism for the gun for the as side a turrets. Yeah, dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looks. And here's some like reused plane, footage right? of them going to Yavin Four. <laughs> Harrison Ford's like should have stayed a carpenter. Well, so one interesting fact you won't know, a lot of people don't know, is that that cockpit we're seeing right now is the cockpit from the original set design for A New Hope. Um, the cockpit that appears in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi is actually quite a bit larger. And you can kind of tell when you're watching those movies because they fit way more people in the cockpit in the next two. And in the original, it just looks hey, tiny. I actually yeah. learned something today. That's cool. I, <laughs> well, I didn't, didn't they did do not that think for... we would get there. Whoa, plot twist. did they twist. do that for Peter Mayhew? Plot twist, guys. Yeah, he probably couldn't fit real. in That guy was like seven Because he was too tall for the original cockpit. <laughs> bucket head and here yeah, we have a big uh, helmet yeah i can't, members I can't of the uh, five first <laughs> dude the uh the final order uniforms were sick in rise of skywalker they were pretty cool with like the red piping and the red helmets but Did then, you guys like, hear that thing going uniform? around, too, in uh, the last episode of Mando, or the last two, where they have all the stormtroopers there? They didn't have enough costumes. Allegedly, they used members of the 501st as... Uh, they did, yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. So you, if you just made a sweet stormtrooper costume... And they all showed up and costume, just, like, knew how to do it. <laughs> of course, because they've been doing it for years. Right, they probably have a lot more training than any of the other normal extras. Just goes to show that John Favreau and Dave Filoni really love the Star Wars community. I saw an article that was hinting at a like sequel series to Rebels that's going to focus on Sabine and Ahsoka. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh, that'd be cool. Is I Ahsoka seen, not like, dead? I haven't finished. It, but... I haven't finished Rebels yet. Me neither. <laughs> it ends okay. I mean, yeah. Well, that's I'll really what I should be doing with my Disney Plus time. It's finishing Rebels. It suffers from the like standard Dave Filoni treatment where the beginning's really bad, but then like the second half of each season is pretty strong. Sure. Right. There's like some definite throwaway kid episodes. Oh, the way yeah. to watch uh Clone Wars is to skip anyone that just has Jar Jar Binks in it. No, Bombad Jedi's the best. You're wrong. No. <laughs> you miss not. nothing plot wise. Did you guys know they're bringing a game show to Disney Plus? This is not a joke. Uh, it's a Star Wars themed game show that's going to be hosted by the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. No, as a, it's how do like we get a Jedi, on it? It's like Legends of the Hidden Temple, but with Wait, Jedi, actually, like a Jedi Temple thing. Would, if we this, said we hosted a Star Wars podcast, would they let us on it? I would. I think it's for children, but okay, John, you're pretty young. Hey, right? man, I'm a child. Yeah. yeah. I'll just shave, and then I'll pass as a high schooler. I will tell them all my High School Musical the musical series facts and they will clearly r- realize i'm a child and let me know that'll just concern them because you're clearly not young enough to be in high school carson <laughs> it's the chin strap that gives it away 
just training to be an imperial gunner. (laughs) (laughs) One of my coworkers told me he'd give me $200 if I suggested to our CEO to uh, send me back to high school to try to recruit kids for scouts. <laughs> like 21 Jump Street? But... 21 Jump Street, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you just suggest it in an email, I'll give you $200. And I was like, okay. John, we can't do that. I'm afraid you're... John, I'm afraid you're going to get picked on. Dude, yeah. With your oh, that's what hat. I said. I was like, guys, I barely made it through high school the first time. I'm going to get my butt kicked if I go and try to recruit kids for Boy Scouts. Like, heavy, like high school seniors now are like eight feet tall, right? It's all that yeah, enriched wheat flour. Yeah. I'm still intimidated. They scare me. <laughs> I just love how they like all to hand these tiny little blasties. <laughs> one, of, one of the things I love about Art Carney's performance in this is he's clearly just making most of it up as he goes. Like, he has no context on Star Wars. I'd wager he probably hadn't seen Star Wars at this point. <laughs> Open this thing? Okay, there's I mean, got to be a had, button uh, here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but think about, like, Werner Herzog in The Mandalorian. He'd never watched Star Wars, and he killed it. He yeah. was a perfect Imperial. He did great, but yeah. Maybe that's because he... he's German. <laughs> did you see the um, Werner Herzog reads Laffy Taffy joke things? Oh, yeah, that's great. No, <laughs> that sounds great. That's a thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you some pictures. I think there was right, one great. I watched a couple years ago where it was a parody. It was Werner Herzog reading, like, the little steam engine that could. <laughs> like, What's happening now? Oh, he watches music videos? This is Jefferson Starship. It is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is Star Wars <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. This is my favorite part so far. That is an image that we can watch right there. Uh, so what did you guys think of the Rise of Skywalker? We haven't actually talked about that on the show because normally we're an X-Wing podcast. Uh, Carson, do you have any general thoughts? We need okay, to kill some so time here. I just here's the thing. watching this. Um, Jedi action, great. Um, yeah, lots of cool stuff. The part that I thought was going to deliver uh, really fell short on was all of the space action was abysmal. Oh, you didn't like it at all? No. I was, like, trailer showed me huge epic space battle to rival uh, Return of the Jedi. And instead we got some fighters dancing around Star Destroyers for a bit. And then everything shows up, but, like, nothing happens really. Like We, we don't really get to see much of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. Um, Like, the stakes were there like it was sort of like um the uh third pirates of the caribbean where you had like all of the pirates versus like all of the british and then like they just fight um like two ships on one ship yeah yeah like <laughs> uh, <laughs> well that movie sucks for a lot of reasons 
but the Ray arc I liked a lot. Um, the Ray Kylo arc, retconning most of the Last Jedi. Sure. Um, yeah. Have you guys read any of the articles about like the JJ cut? Um, yeah, that... I'm curious on what's true about that. Um, right. Yeah. Like, extensive. It seems a little fake to me. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, yeah. I yeah, mean, if kind of a director's cut comes out, cool. I'll entertain that. Otherwise. Yeah. And like, um, I think JJ Abrams is an indulgent director, but I don't think he'd make a three hour movie. Like, I just don't see him doing that. Right. Like that would see, I feel like that would be something the studio would push for. Cause what did end game end games like two forty five or something. Right. Yeah. End game is three hours and five minutes. It's three hours and okay, yeah. So it's way. Does that count? You having to wait through the trailers to get the final scene or whatever? Uh, I guess technically total runtime. So it's probably like three hours. Yeah. Um, so usually there's about eleven minutes of credits. I want to say nowadays. For I do wish CGI we got more like of the buildup of the Knights of Ren. Like, um, yeah, they were always just kind of there and never did anything. Right. Um. They're, they were the Phasmas. I thought it was interesting, too, because they I would assume they would be, like, Jedi, but they didn't have lightsabers or, you know, like, Sith. Right, or, I mean, because in theory, the they pupils. were also the, like, Padawans from Luke's Academy. Yeah. Uh, they were Who, not. They were not? Some of them were. He took, yeah, because no. he says that. He took no, some of the pupils. No, so, um, it, I've got the visual guide for episode nine. Yeah. Um, There was an order, and there was a guy that, like controlled all of the Knights of Ren, and when Kylo was doing his Sith training, he killed him, and then just like assumed control of the Knights of Ren. Oh, okay, interesting. So they're like an independent faction type thing that Weird. just work for him. And then did that he vis- start calling himself Kylo Ren? Is that where the Kylo yeah. Ren came from? That's where. The, well, he was Kylo. That was like his Sith name or like dark side name, and then Ren came from Knights of Ren. Okay. The, those visual guides have a lot of in canon lore that you just won't know unless you because I I hadn't I didn't know in episode seven that Starkiller base was Ilum, um, yeah like I didn't know that but Ilum. that's a really Why interesting that fact. Familiar? That's the Jedi crystal planet. Mm. Yeah, so that's where Jedi's would usually go to get their uh, Kyber yeah, yeah, crystals yeah. for their lightsabers and attune themselves. So yeah, that being destroyed. There are other planets that have Kyber crystals, but that one being destroyed was kind of a big deal. And the First Order using that too. Because isn't the uh, the Death Star powered by Kyber crystals, right? Wasn't that a, a red? Yes. Con? Okay. Yep. Because they were um, they were mining them on um, what's the planet in Rogue One? Uh, Jedha. Yeah, they were getting Kyber crystals from there. Oh, our oh, card yeah. is leaving. Oh, yeah, we're watching the Star Wars Holiday Special. I just remembered. All right. All right, we're at the uh, – oh, man, coming up on the 50-minute mark. We're just over halfway done. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, do it. I feel like his hat's a little too tall. It's not legit. <laughs> okay, that's a That's it. Funny. I'm gone. They're trying to cover <laughs> every planet in the system, right? For DV's orders. And they're spending a lot of time at this one house. 
Jeez. Well, they won't hit anything anyway, so what difference does it make? I loved in uh, that last episode of Mando with the two scout troopers, like not being able to hit a can on the ground like four feet away. That was hilarious. <laughs> that well, was and you think, okay, maybe that just the sequence. first guy is bad, right? Like, oh, yes. we have one bad trooper and the other one's just going to show him up. And then it's like, when the second one missed, that was that was way too funny for me. <laughs> The the one that actually had Baby Yoda was uh, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, wasn't um, in Episode 7 the stormtrooper that is in the uh, interrogation room with Rey when she's doing her mind trick thing is Daniel Craig, I'm pretty sure. Correct. Yep. Oh, yeah. the special within the special. Oh, this is it, guys. All right. Oh, no. That one was Daniel Craig was the one that was fighting Finn, I think. No, I think it was the I think it was the one when she's escaping. She might because it does sound a little bit like him too. <laughs> okay, this is great. So the animation company that did this uh, Boba Fett cartoon here um, later would do the Droids cartoon series, which was pretty popular. I'm a Not little disturbed that three PO blinked, but whatever. <laughs> He's upside down. I love that Han Solo render. This guy looks like Dr. Wily from Mega Man. Oh, no, more like uh, Eggman from Sonic. That's what I'm thinking of. This is a series we should have on Disney Plus. Just continuing this. Tell us the story. This is going to be the first appearance of Boba Fett in any Star Wars media, though, prior to uh, Empire. Taking a Y-Wing out. Y-Wing. Yeah. Wait, okay, so they need 3PO to interpret Chewbacca, but this whole special, they've just been talking with Wookiees like everybody (laughs) has with no problem. Why four? <laughs> is it just jelly? This is hands down the jelly best part planet. of the special. Yeah. Is that supposed to be Akbar? No way. I don't think so. Really? I don't know if Akbar was designed at this point. Was Akbar designed he after that? Off that guy. <laughs> this is the basis for the rest of the trilogy. Yeah, cool. Deflatable or yeah, deploying inflatable floaty things. This would have been nice to have on uh, his X-wing in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, what's funny is this yes. was prior. Whoa. What is that? That is, you want to know what that so is, John? It's a monster that eats lasers. I believe cool. it's a mythosaur. So no way. Oh, and Come then on. the uh, Y-wing detaches an escape pod. Yes, <laughs> pretty great. And here's Boba Fett. There he is. His ancestor rode the, the great Mandalorian mythosaur. blaster. 
Yep, that's a mythosaur right there. This is the way. This is the way. I hate droids. <laughs> Do you have any candy? This does add a lot of complexity to Boba Fett. That's my life philosophy. Jeez. Next time we see him, he's working for the Empire. All right. Interesting. <laughs> it's all sabotage. Does C Okay, so C3PO is definitely blinking and his eyelids are closing like a fish's and his like, head's like snakes, not like, attached. Yeah. I said that. That's been like my least settling part of the whole cartoon so far. He's like a he's blinked like four times. Inside. What would you say is the most settling part? The most settling part? Um, I don't know. The Jefferson <laughs> Starship part wasn't bad. <gasps> Traitor. Oh no. I suspect sabotage. That was like a million blinks. It's pretty unsettling. Yeah, now that you've pointed it out, it's pretty difficult. And he's just got a stick neck. Yeah. So what's interesting is with the coloration, this Boba Fett actually looks a lot like the Mandalorian. Right. I wonder if that was intentional. Up next on CBS, nice. the adventures of Chewie and Boba Fett. You know... We might get that. Like, we might get a <laughs> Wookiee joining Mando's crew. I hope we don't. I like having the other alien races um, in. Like, having the Urgnot play a big role was pretty awesome. That was cool. Best Nick Nolte performance ever. I'm still waiting for a Dr. Afra appearance somewhere, either in a cartoon or in a show. Who's narrating this? I think it's Kitster. <laughs> Did you guys have those, uh, speaking of Kitster, um, those Hot Wheels pod racers? Oh, no, that sounds dope, though. They were sweet. No. That So that I actually did collect a little bit. And there was like a little thing that launched them, and so you could have little pod race races. So... Um, awesome. I, I don't really care about your opinions on the Phantom Menace because I love it, but do you guys like the pod race? I think pod racing is awesome. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. There's pod racing on yeah, Malister. Very fast, very dangerous. 
I like I can't tell you the most disappointed I think I've ever been was in the Last Jedi when you they hear the rumbling when they're in the Canto Bite Casino and they go out to a racetrack and it wasn't and, like, pod racing and it wasn't pod racing. Oh, that like, would have been that so drove cool. Drove me crazy. You right, just ruined that movie for me. <laughs> and I like even this next That's time I saw ruined it, that movie for you. I well, still the Canto Bite <laughs> part did ruin the movie. Um, when but... when it just becomes Jumanji, yeah. But. <laughs> Pod racing might have saved that scene. So I brought this up with someone like a couple weeks ago, but do you think The Last Jedi would be as bad if it was 30 minutes shorter? So if you just like do some fat trimming in it, like do you think it would be as bad? Like, so the Luke, Kylo, Ray stuff, I think is some of the best in Star Wars. Like those, yeah. some of those scenes. Um. But there's a bunch of other stuff that's like meh. The the B plot just feels so meaningless. I think for me in that movie, yeah. Of like I don't like the whole Cano bite sequence. I think is really boring. It has the, like I can understand he was going for a more political message about war and right. how there's people profiting from both sides. But it just felt so out of place. And then to not be referenced in the be- third <laughs> act of the movie at all. Han's like oh god, this Han ways. render. It's so bad. no, this Han is great. <laughs> Um, what the heck? No. <laughs> His eyes are so just bad. closed. <laughs> Boba, you're a hero and a faithful friend. Yeah, shut up, 3PO. Bye. <laughs> Great. What a good a great uh, introduction. So one one piece of fun Star Wars trivia that I don't think every a lot of fans picked up on, but I was telling someone about this the other day. So we know in Return of the Jedi, Boba dies because his uh, jetpack malfunctions, right? The same thing actually happens in to Django in Attack of the Clones. Because the reason he gets yep. decapitated is because he, you can see his jetpack get damaged when he gets, uh, I can't remember what the creature's called. Oh, yeah, yeah it doesn't take off. Yeah. Yeah, so there's sparks that, and that was one thing I didn't notice and so like then the he first couple times mace. I saw yeah. that movie. Yeah, so you see his jetpack mm-hmm. trigger, but doesn't lift off. Like, you see yeah. sparks fly out of it, and then he gets decapitated. Um, yep. Fun fact, if anyone didn't know this. Though I think the only people so listening just, to this would geez. be hardcore Star Wars fans. That would be terrible if that's how Mando goes. This is just senseless destruction of the Wookiee's home. They're like taking his bedding off and <laughs> destroying his toys. The Empire's evil, man. Oh no, this not is the what happens Bamba. when you misplace your copy of Auto Thrusters and you're trying to find it. <laughs> no, don't do re- it. No, don't do it. You monster. You sick. Ugh. I almost said something not Radio TCX appropriate. <laughs> I still have to edit this. They were just eating Bantha like they were a few cooking Bantha, ago. but you don't take a child stuffed animal. Okay, so but some Bantha are, are on Tatooine. Like, is this like some rare imported like meat? You know, like you can only get on special places. Oh my gosh, those stormtroopers looked like action figures in that shot. Yeah. They just One of my favorite lines in all of Star Wars media. <laughs> do it 
this is when Lumpy became a serial killer. This is just how kids normally react to being told to clean up their room. I don't <laughs> think the Empire adds anything to it. But if you didn't make the mess in your room, that would suck. Uh, did you guys ever troopers. play the game Galactic Battlegrounds? Like yes. the uh, yeah, is, Age, of Empire, the Age of Empires yeah. one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so the in the tutorial levels for the Wookiee faction, um, they it's just a Qui Gon Jinn uh, sound alike just reading lines. And one of the things he says, the only intro he gives to the level is, "Hunt a bantha, f- a Wookiee, and he'll eat for a day. Teach Wookiee to hunt bantha, and he'll eat for a lifetime." And that just always stuck with me for some reason. Jeez. Okay, the best <laughs> thing like, to do in that it's game like... was to take the cruiser that you could like um, control where it blasted and go like blast um, a hole in the forest and oh, then make a secret base there. And then just build up from there. Yeah, then they there, can find There's it. actually some... They would have uh, in that game. There was hidden little Easter eggs. So in the in the maps where like areas you normally sure. couldn't get to, Atatrik uh, is in that game, right? He is. Yep. He's na- and he's they based the name on uh, Itchy. So Itchy's a nickname for Atachichuk. Chewie's dad. Um, there's some Easter eggs in that game where there'll be just like m- like scenes that are completely weird to the environment. Uh, on the borders of the map so normally you can't get to them but if you have cheats or you find a way to get there you can find like the Tatooine homestead and all kinds of cool stuff this guy my new favorite Star Wars character oh it gets much better here whoa 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 what Does Lumpy just have like a short-term memory problem? I think Lumpy's got a lot of problems. Lumpy just needs to like find a stick and just go ape on those stormtroopers. Hey guys, I got a pretty positive update. We only have about 30 minutes left of this. (laughs) Fantastic. We've already made it over an hour. This is bad. I keep thinking this will be fun every time. <laughs> and there's like it's never fun. There's nothing fun about it. I mean, like it's so the conversation boring. is fun. Yeah. It's for sure. it's not really even funny accidentally. At this point I'm just like seeing the movie. I'm not watching it. There's nothing to watch. Like like this whole scene, the concept of this whole scene it's bizarre. Ouch. Like, it's just an android who's failing, vaguely describing how to use a transmitter. Oh, my gosh. What's he going to do? <laughs> what is happening? All right. I don't know. That was kind of funny. <laughs> Lumpy's a very attentive listener. What is going on even? (laughs) 
Yikes. Okay, is there anything actually in his hands? Wasn't he holding like a screwdriver a second ago or something? <laughs> this is kind of, he's acting how I feel right now. All right, do you think Lumpy will ever make an appearance in anything as a grown-up Wookiee later? No. I certainly hope so. Me too. I'm really more curious what is Chewie's family doing during the rest of that trilogy. Right? Did they get massacred? <laughs> maybe. Jeez. Or oh, geez. Maybe just a divorce because he's always gone. <laughs> He's out. We need a more stable home life. I met a nice Trandoshan man. Maybe it's the nice trader guy. Art Carney? Oh, my yeah. gosh. And here's another zoom in on that still piece of concept art. Hey, it's good art. I like it more each time. <laughs> it's a nice piece of art. I'll give him that. I like it. What is he even building right now? A He's building a transmitter so he can talk to... Han, maybe? And his dad? Luke, maybe? Somebody? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this scene. Oh, yes. It's um... So I think one of the most iconic moments in Star Wars is the classic cantina scene from A New Hope. And this thing we're about to watch, I think, rivals that in just about every way. It's definitely probably better than the budget Han Tatooine scene in Mando. I think that was like the worst episode of the Mandalorian. Oh, I actually that liked that one. Episode. I liked going back There's to Tatooine. Some parts in it I liked a lot, like uh, Mando talking with um, the Sand People, Tusken Raiders, um, and them like yeah, to show that they're people. That was just a cool bit of like world building that they speak sign language. That was really cool. Budget Han sucked a lot. <laughs> yeah, but he was supposed to, right? Yeah, but like, he's just annoying. I don't know. I feel a little bit like episode because that was episode five, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like episode four and five felt a little fillery, like just kind of monster of the week kind of stuff. Right. But four, like, I think did a bit more than five did. Like, I mean, six was kind of the same way, though. Yeah. Like, four, five, and six were kind of the lull, but I think four and six, like, had a lot more fun elements to them. Yeah. We got much better Mando action in six. When right. he's doing the prison, like when the lights and go out, and you get a bit of Mando like, backstory so there, and the fun hide and seek parallel yeah. between, um, yeah, Baby Yoda and Mando. God, Volcano Head, this guy. Um, 
Oh, wait, guys, uh, something cool's about to happen. Wait, I think this is it. Yeah, this is... I, I just very wait, here much it is. dislike Creepy. this. Oh, no, he didn't do it yet. Okay. Yep, here it is. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. John, what's the name of those slug people? What? The like the one she just served. The slug people? Uh, fly better? They're not slugs, right? The Ithorians? Ithorian, right? that's it. The uh, the episode of the Clone Wars where like the group of younglings go and get their Kyber crystals, that little Ithorian dude's dank. No, they're cool. I just they look like slugs, right? Isn't that kind of their thing? Or snails they look or something? Like slugs, I guess. Yeah. Hey, remember the Clone Wars episode where all the little school children have to stop the poison Snapple? Yes. That one's classic. I pretty much skip all episodes of the Clone Wars that have anything to do with the droids, Padme, and Jar Jar. Yeah. Yeah, the Padme episodes are pretty weak. Um, Politics. I did I did hear the um, one with the young Jedi was actually kind of a pilot. They were going to do a spinoff series with... That would have been cool. Uh, Padawans, yeah. That would have been cool. I guess they still could. What's your uh, favorite? Oh, no. What's your favorite episode arc in that show? Uh, Uh, I haven't finished it yet, ever. So (laughs) Um, the Mortis stuff is pretty cool. Like the ending of Ahsoka's arc in Clone Wars, I thought was like probably the best. Um, But also, things are turning dark here. Yeah, um, let's continue to focus on Clone Wars because this is weird. Um, gonna just move my pop filter. Uh, the Dex Jedi. Um, yeah, Umbara. Yeah, that was cool. Well, that's the best one, I think, in my <clears throat> opinion. It's like s- super dark when he like gets the clones to shoot at each other. Right. There's the there's the one where um they go to whatever it was like Grievous's castle and you just get some clips like some little snippets of Grievous's backstory. Yeah, that one's cool. The one with uh, Kit cool. Fisto and his Padawan. Yeah, I really like that one because like they just give you a little bit of info. Um, do you guys ever watch the Gedney Tartakovsky series, the animated one? Yes, Clone Wars. That yep. one's I love that show. That was real good too. That one's super solid. And they also had, uh, that's where James, James Arnold Taylor started doing the Obi-Wan voice, too. They just kept him for the, yep. the Clone Wars series, which is pretty cool. I like that that's basically a movie if you just watch it all, like, in yeah. succession. And it's like both seasons are, like, two hours total, right? Yeah. What is happening? Is Cash by Tatooine? No. I'm like, why is this being broadcast to other planets? <laughs> hey, it's Lulo. I hate space curfew. All right, play that same song one more time. Anyone have any suggestions? Play the same one again. I think uh, I think the Blue Harvest is the best, like Star Wars spoof.
this is the spinoff we need. We need the Cad Bane Lulo series. Yes. What is your favorite Star Wars species? Non-human species. Ooh. I'm a big fan of the Duro, so the Cad Bane stuff's cool. Duro's really I cool. I like that character design. Um, I always thought the Jawas were cool, which is, I think, why episode two of Mando is my favorite. Suga. 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 That's a tough question, actually. I don't um, know. Um, I mean, Ewoks are great. Um, I did actually like, uh, was it the Ch- the Sebulba's race? The Dugs, uh, yeah. Dugs, yeah. Yeah. It's your scrooney dough pot, Slamo. They just moved funny. I like Rodians. Um, Rodians are cool. I think yeah, that's pretty cool. Favorite. With their mouth always agape. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. And I just, I liked in the, like, Clone Wars with the little children Jedi, how the, um, the Rodian was like a techie. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, what is going on here now? Speech, Bar riot. Bilbo. Speech. <laughs> on my eleventy-first birthday. <laughs> kind of sounds like Bilbo. Kind of looks like Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nicer version. Same song, different beat. <laughs> They only know the one song. I like the uh, Otapawans, too. They're kind of cool, even though they're kind of gross. Okay, you're going to have to tell me what that is. Um, you, have you watched Rebels? Uh, yes-ish. The Grand Inquisitor is an Otapawan. They have, like, oh. the angled teeth, right? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so, Carson, that's the planet where Grievous and Obi-Wan fight in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get okay. to see a couple of their people in that. Yeah, it's most, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello there. Um, I do like Maul's people. Those guys are cool. Oh, yeah, the Zabrak. They're cool. Mm-hmm. And then the... Sasage from the Witch Planet? Is that the same planet? Dathomir? It's the same planet. Right, okay. They're both from Dathomir. I've never liked Asajj as a character. Look at that giant mouse character. What the heck? Oh my gosh. That looks like (laughs) um, the uh, Princess Bride R.O.T. Rodents of Unusual Size. R.O.T. R.O.U.S.'s? Rodents of Unusual Size? I don't think they exist. I think they reused that prop is what just happened there. Someday I'm going to do a Star Wars role play where I'm a Wampa Jedi. Okay, favorite scene in any Star Wars? Uh, when Kitster is talking to little Anakin and they're oh talking about God. his pod Stop. and Kitster Serious says, 
if it'll even run. Serious uh, gift gift replies only. Uh, it's working. It's working. It's working. It's working. I uh, did it. Yeah. Luke versus the Wampa is my actual serious one. Oh yeah, when he first does the force pull. Yeah, the upside down force pulls. That's awesome. I I will always be a fan of when they're escaping the Death Star in A New Hope, and they queue up the, just because I love the music so much for the Tie Fighter attack sequence when they're on the guns. Oh, word. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they there's a reprisal of that in Return of the Jedi when the Falcons flying out of the Death Star. They also play a similar version of that music. It's great. Yeah. I mean, we all know Star Wars music is great, but there's just like certain numbers that remind you so much of the first time you watched them. Okay. Um, when Leia meets Neither the of you Ewok, finished Rebels, right? Um, no. That one's great. <laughs> she gives him the cracker. Mm. Oh, with Wicked? I can't tell you mine then because mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil anything. Is it from Rebels? Yeah, I think so. Does it involve Darth Maul? No. Oh, okay. What's your second favorite? From the Star Wars movies then, John, what's your favorite scene? Okay, from the movies. Hmm. Oh, this is just, like, what? We're, I'm so glad we've totally ignored what's going on in the special Because nothing happens. So, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> it does. We so, go to this other planet as like, that has no connection <laughs> to what's going on about Life Day, which is all I care about. As like lame an answer as it is, I think I have to go with the Vader scene at the end of Rogue One. Ooh. Oh, really? Just your really? fanboy? Yeah, I just I've always loved Darth Vader, man, and like having read all the comics and like knowing like what he can do and what he's capable of, like that was what I've wanted to see for the longest time. Like, I mean, because you didn't he, like he, the Vader Obi Wan duel. That that part's cool. He wrecks him, like one stroke. I know. He had the high ground, but. Ooh, now he's the bartender. <laughs> the game is Plot twist. <laughs> but the players are the same. Uh-oh. Nice. Lumpy sending out a fake signal. That's an obscenely long antenna. He owes me money. He's going to rip your arms off. Yeah, okay, so that's... There's three Wookiees here, like... And no, and all arms are still attached. Yeah, I'm like really disappointed. I think Itchy's arm's pretty tired at this point. It was kind of fun that they put that in solo, though. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh, that dun, dun, that dun. shot reminds me of when Anakin pulls his lightsaber to 
uh, slaughter the younglings. Kill all the children. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen those memes? Uh, there's a meme, a macro about it's the shot of Obi Wan giving Luke the lightsaber, and he goes, "This is your father's lightsaber. He killed thirty kids with it." Yeah. <laughs> I prefer Super the one dark. where he's like, "Yeah, they're just destroying all nice lumpy guy, stuff." Flammable. <laughs> Just the just the literal Obi Wan. <laughs> hey, it's Chewie. He's, He's back, back now. With his bowcaster. That he nice. won't use. Oh, and there's Han. Quiet, John. We don't want the stormtrooper to know. <laughs> yep, there he goes. Classic Han Solo. Oh, move. they didn't show it? Wait, Dang. do we get an art still shot with the stormtrooper falling? No. I did hear, I, I think I heard the Wilhelm scream, though, so they got that in here. Yep, ah, that's true. Here's your daddy. Ha <laughs> 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 Itchy, don't touch me, you sick old man. Did you wash your hands? Don't worry, guys, this role seems bad, but I'm getting a role as an archaeologist in the 1930s. <laughs> it's going to be great. Those movies hold up, man. Yeah. Oh, I love indie. Yeah. Temple of Doom's fantastic. Dr. Jones. No time for love, Indy. Sure, I'll just leave my family that I just was reunited with. <laughs> oh. Oh, maybe Mala leaves Chewie for Han. Plot twist. Ben Solo's half And does Chewie then conspire with Ben to kill Han? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. It's like... It was all a setup. It was all a setup. It's like the Jar Jar That's why was he a didn't Lord kill thing. Um, Kylo when he shot at him. It was to cover... Oh, my gosh. You're right. I mean, that was a free gun, dude. You could have just kept that. Uh, guns are like dirt in space. Everyone's got one. I'm just a boy staying in front of a girl. <laughs> Stay back, Lumpy. This is my moment. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, this is close what your we eyes, were waiting John. for. <laughs> I don't like how there are so many like weirdly sensual moments in this special. I mean, maybe sensual for you. Intended Aww. to be sensual. Yay, it's Art Carney again. Sean Dad. How great would it be if he just shot him right there? <laughs> That's my wife. Bring some life into this special. Bring some life day into this special. Boo, get out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Plot twist. Because he's dead. He's not an officer. He just believes him. Wow. I love that. <laughs> we, we've had trouble with that stormtrooper before. This isn't the first time he's robbed a small family. He robbed me blind. He did. He took his glasses. I like that they felt the need to include a scene where the Imperial officer contacts the family. They didn't need to do that. They could have just ended, this, ended that plot line already. <laughs> So Lumpy's probably low-key, what, like 30? At this point? Yeah, I guess if they live to be like 250, right? Yeah. I was so glad that they didn't kill Chewie in Rise of the Skywalker. That would have been rough. Yeah, that yeah, would have been just such a cheap also, way to like, evoke emotion. It made emotion. that whole scene like, really dumb. No. It like, did. I, I think it would have been a cheap way to capitalize on people's emotions just to, like, kill him off. I wish he would have, like, sacrificed himself in a different way so that, like, the whole original, like, crew was, like, gone, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, um, like, that would make Ray's powers a lot scarier if she just lost control and killed, she, like, yeah, oh, that's life day, guys. Oh, now something's happening. All right, John. This is the best scene coming up here. Have you ever wondered what a Wookiee would look like if they wore clothes? Well, you're about to find out. Yes. Every night when I go to sleep. When I put on that weird uh, dream helmet thing, that's what I see. Put your dream helmet on, admire Carson's collection of kids' trading cards. Oh, God, they're wearing robes. I know. Isn't it so weird? Um, It'd be cool I, if he was like wearing like a three piece yeah, suit, Itchy but he's just wearing a weird old robe. Where are they going? <laughs> the great unknown. Are they just? They just die. Walking into the twilight zone. Uh, I think they sat through this special, which was purgatory for them, and now they're moving on to heaven. Jeez. They serve their time. They're consuming the souls that were collected during this uh, viewing. One thing that's great about this that's how they this holiday so special. Is the way it just captivates your mind. Like right now, guys, I can't remember a time before this holiday special. Yeah. It's still going. Oh my god. Well, the, yeah, you do the ceremony and then you have the reception afterwards. Juice and balls in the fellowship hall. There have been like five natural endpoints. There's been nothing natural about this. Still not as bad as Return of the King, though, right? My friends, you bow to no one. Like they're all holding holocrons. 
I didn't really like the fan servicey give Chewie a medal thing. I did like the fan servicey put Wicket in the movie. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, Wicket's great. Yub nub. <laughs> That's such a sad thing for three PO to say. <laughs> what a what a way to end this on a bummer note. I wish I was alive so I could experience joy in a living being kind of way. This holiday's yours. Good for you. And bounty hunting. I also just shared with you both a picture of the monster from Big Trouble in Little China for reference. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty right. That is. Oh, she's singing now. That's nice. So this whole special is awful. She's not actually a bad singer. No, she's not. Just who knows what she's singing about. Harrison's thinking that he should have stayed a carpenter. All right, guys. Favorite non-Star Wars Harrison Ford role? Go. Uh, President Air Force One, right? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Carson? Um, I'm just completely blanking on anything else he's been in besides Indiana Jones. <laughs> he was uh, he was Jack Ryan, too. Sorry, um, let me let me just change the question so Carson. Carson, name one other movie that Harrison Ford appeared in besides Star Wars and Indiana Jones. All right, let me Google this real quick. <laughs> Carson's never seen it. There's movie one before. really obvious one I'm thinking of. I mean, there are like hundreds of obvious ones. That's that, that I have okay. seen though. That's the that's the ticket. I mean, he's one of the most successful, profitable actors. I'm gonna of all name time. one, and you're gonna be really mad you didn't think of it. Can I name one that you'll be mad you didn't think of? Um, Ooh, Take his I did away. see Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> you picked that over Blade Runner. I haven't seen Blade Runner. Oh my what? gosh, Carson! <laughs> now, John, in his defense, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't know how to use a computer, so it makes it really hard to watch <laughs> movies. Right. Uh, Carson, you got to watch Blade Runner, and then you got you. So watch Blade Runner, the final cut. That's okay. the correct version to watch, and then watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine because it's great. Now that one I actually haven't seen yet. So <laughs> okay, so uh, it's really good. Denny Villeneuve, who did Arrival, directs it. It's fantastic. I just pulled up Google Harrison Ford in movies, and the only ones I've seen are all of his Star Wars ones, including the holiday special. Um, yeah. All Twice the Indiana now. Jones ones and Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> That's really depressing. So you haven't seen you haven't seen The Fugitive, no. like Firewall, Apocalypse <laughs> Now. Come on, man. Oh my no. gosh. 
Well, so we know what Carson's oh, homework I did is. See, I like to... um, oh, no, I didn't see that one. Never mind. Uh, we've got just about three minutes left in the holiday special here. So I'd like to thank you all for joining us for this. It started as kind of an audio commentary and then became something entirely different. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry this didn't come out before Christmas, but I always celebrate Life Day in January. Uh, Carson, anything you want to leave for our fans as we close out the episode today? Um, no, I was just really looking forward to Life Day. <laughs> John? Uh, having been my first viewing of this movie, um, I'm sorry I've now seen it. So uh... Yeah, so how does it rank? <laughs> uh is it is it bad of me to say i like it better than the last jedi <laughs> uh i think it's understandable because i think i do only okay. only because jefferson starship i think okay if you that could put pretend, it over the edge for you if you could remove like one aspect from star wars um either jar jar banks holiday special canto bite um what else those three are pretty good choices. Like, what do you remove? Canto bite for sure. Yep, agreed. Oh, we actually do know the cast for the Wookies. <laughs> no hiding. The Mum Brothers. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I think the holiday special, while terrible, is like it's, Canto it's bite an important. Sucks. It does suck. It's so bad. I think the holiday special is such an important piece of pop culture. Like, the fact right. that it exists. The fact that the whole Star Wars media franchise has to ignore that it exists. And yet, they don't take it off of YouTube. Like, there's always a copy up there. Hopefully, it's still up there when you guys are enjoying this commentary. Um, yeah, I think it's just such an important part of the fandom. And it reminds us to not take things too seriously, right? Star Wars fans have a habit of getting a little too involved and we got to remember sometimes star wars has just been pretty goofy right as mark hamill said just be sure to smile right yep (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening to this you can uh wait for some more normal content to come out in the next couple weeks here we're gonna have the points update soon so we needed one more episode to fill us uh on the way to that final episode but we'll get back episode 197 will come next week again guys thank you so much for listening and uh, we hope you enjoyed the holiday special as little as we did yeah uh, happy life day and uh tom strom um r.i.p we'll bring him on when we do a commentary for the ewok movies oh please oh man wonder woman and the hulk would have been a lot better than this we missed that for this Should we stop our recordings now?